Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I pray your day is filled with the glory of God. It's going to be a great day. You know what? I just love Idaho. I love Idaho weather. I love the summers here. I love the people. People are so kind. And I've met so many, so many kind people. I met so many people, so many listeners when Paul Shepard was in town last month. That was awesome having so many of you stop by and, and visit the church that I pastor and be a part of that. And, and many of you talked to me, and I so appreciated that. So appreciated Paul and his great message and his great work around the nation. God is so good, and it's just a privilege to have him as a partner in, in our ministry together. But God is good. Well, I want to talk today about part two of Active Faith, which I shared last Thursday. And active, active faith, folks, will be seen. And you need to understand that. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, we need an active faith. We need a live faith. We need an infused faith. We need the Holy Spirit of God to work in our lives, open up doors, lead us, guide us, take care of us. God, we need you. We need your presence in our life all the time. Thank you for these incredible listeners, the faithfulness they have in listening to Christian radio. And God, may something be said today that would touch their life in a powerful, in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. People will know about who you are in faith by your lives. Active faith will be seen, as I said to start the show. You know, we need our faith to flow out of our lives. We live in a world that just goes with the flow. It is time to break up the flow and trust God with our deepest needs. What are your deepest needs today? What are they? Is it with your family? Is it with your jobs? Is it with your faithfulness to God? Is it with your attitude? What is it? You know, at the, when I preached this sermon up, when I preached this sermon a few weeks ago in my church, I asked the people, we have what you call cross stations. So they can write down prayer requests and put it on a cross, and we will remember those all week long, or we'll take those and we'll make a list. And a lot of times they don't put their name on it. We don't necessarily want them to put their name on it, but we want to be praying for their needs. So on the Sunday I preached this, I asked them, those that were interested, to write one word of something they're dealing with and to trust God with it, to put it on the cross. And we end up having... Uh, almost 70 people put something on the cross of their needs. And that was so neat to see. People responded. And some of them put family. Some of them put job. Some of them put attitude. There was a whole bunch of different areas, finances. But folks, that's sometimes, that's an active faith. I wanted people to step out, people to, to actually write something down, to step out and say, yes, I need prayer in this way. And they did. And, you know, I mean, there was, I don't know how many people were there that day, but at least close to 70 of them wrote on, a, wrote on that and put it on the cross. Active faith, folks, will be seen. I want you to listen to this great story of active faith. If you've read the Word of God, you know this story, but I'm going to uh, read it for you today. It's Mark chapter 10, verse 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho, Jesus and his disciples. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him 
and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man. Cheer up. On your feet, he called. He's calling you, he was telling the disciples, telling the blind man. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet, and he came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Listen to this. He yelled out, Here a man was a beggar. Nobody paid much attention to him. And yet he sensed the presence of God there or heard that I mean that Jesus was coming. And he yelled out, Jesus, have mercy on me. And it was probably a bunch of people. It was probably loud, but he yelled out, Jesus, have mercy on me. You know, even though he yelled out, he was ridiculed by all those around him. They were telling him to be quiet. They didn't want him, Jesus, to have to bother with him. People of God, Jesus doesn't bother with that. Jesus looks forward to people calling upon him. But they said, no, stop. But he shouted all the more. People, why did he shout all the more? Because he had faith that the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, would heal him. He had an active faith. He took advantage of the presence of Jesus Christ. If we could have that faith, incredible things could happen and would be accomplished. Yes, in life, I guarantee you that somewhere along the line, you will be ridiculed for taking action steps in your faith. Oh, you will. Some of you have already been ridiculed by your faith, by standing up, by not giving in to sin, by allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your life, and people think that you are super spiritual or you're, you just think you have a monopoly on things. Don't let the enemy discourage you because people say things. It's never easy. It's never going to be easy uh, when, when you ask for the unseen, when you ask for the uncomfortable. I can tell you I was scared to death when I moved uh, in blind faith to Washington when I was on my 24th birthday. I was scared because I didn't have a job. I mean, I just had, I knew I was going to make $300 a month in an internship, and I was trying to figure out how I was going to do it. But I knew because God showed me in, in, in his own way. He didn't come out and say, Tom, move. But by circumstances, he led me to Vancouver, Washington, where my life was transformed and my faith grew and God opened up doors for me and to see his hand on my life and it changed my life. There, that's one reason why today I'm in Boise, Idaho. God worked in my life because all of us, all of us in our lives, you know, we haven't been everything God's wanted us to be. We could admit that. I mean, years ago, even when I followed God, I still made dumb mistakes uh, you know, you make choices that you wish you would have made, wish you can take back. There's all sorts of things. That happens all through life. It's going to happen today. There's still things today that I say, oh, why did I make that choice last year? I mean, that happens. That is living life. But when you know that God is with you, then God will never leave you nor forsake you, and that he's going to be with you always, you can trust in him. Something to think about in the next point is this. Faith plans. Faith plans. I wrote that down to remind myself that we need to plan on using our faith in all sorts of situations. Too many times in life we do not take up a challenge, and it's because we fear what the result will be. 
Folks, it is time to go beyond fear, allow God to move us in powerful ways, and not to limit what he wants to do in our lives. Too many people limit God because we don't have faith to step out. Folks, he has great things planned for those uh, that will step out and have faith and let faith change their life. Listen to this great passage in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Two main points from the scripture that is huge for us to understand is this. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Did you hear that? You cannot please God. If you don't have faith, you cannot please God. God will not be pleased with you. You have to have faith. We have to really grasp a hold of that verse, people. You cannot please Almighty God without having faith, and that is why it's essential for us as believers to build our faith daily and to trust Him with everything we have. And sometimes, like I said, we don't trust Him with everything we have. Oh, we'll trust Him with a little bit. We'll trust Him with some circumstances, but we don't give Him our all. We hold back from Him. And folks, it's time to let loose and let God do what he wants to do in your life and start believing he's going to do it. The second point from this scripture is evident. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. So what does earnestly mean? It means with intense conviction. In other words, he honors those who with an intense conviction take seriously their faith in God. How seriously do you take your faith in God? After you listen to this radio show today, what are you going to do different in your life? Anything? Or maybe you said, I've got it. I've reached it. I don't think any of us have it. I don't think any of us reached it. I think there's, there's areas of faith that each one of us could be challenged in. And I hope you are challenged, and I want to be challenged. I want to be challenged in faith to believe God is going to do miraculous things in people's lives and that God will put people in our lives that we can help lead them to him and that people would grow in their spiritual walk. Another thing I believe we need is this. I believe we need to dream big. Let's stop putting God in a tiny box and start believing he wants to do big things in our lives. One thing I enjoy is I enjoy shoe boxes because I can put a lot of things in shoe boxes and store them. There's a lot of things I put in in shoe boxes. I kind of like them, but shoe boxes are limited. You can only put so much in them. And folks, that's the way people's faith is sometimes. They just allow for a little bit of things to go in that shoe box of life. Folks, open up the door. Dream big. Allow God to take you to new heights. Allow God to use you more than he's ever used you in your life. John chapter 7 verse 38 says, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, Rivers of living water will flow from within them. Living water that creates an active faith that causes people to dream big and to be Holy Spirit-driven. The Holy Spirit of God wants to give you courage and boldness and power from on high to exercise your faith in such a way that lives all around you will not see you, but they will see the light of Jesus, and they will see the glory of God. Move mountains. Move mountains in your life by faith. Let us go into the mountain-moving business. The example of the mustard seed, remember how tiny it was, but it says you can move a mountain. Nothing will be impossible for you. People of God, trust him. Allow him to help you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.